So what I really want to know is, is this recording off of my headphones? Or is it recording off of the microphone on the phone? Basically, let's consider this first podcast a test. Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk and we're going to see where we can go with this. Welcome to Scott Church, an American photographer. Episode 1. Christmas. December 24th, 2018. In Lenox, Massachusetts, at my wife's family's house in uh, the Berkshires, out wandering around the ambient noise you hear. Uh, the car is passing me on the road at a uh, increasingly high rate of speed. It's snowing, and no one here in Massachusetts gives a damn about that. They just kind of go, and uh, we hope that they see me before they uh, run me down. Most of what we're going to talk about in this podcast is uh, general thoughts and interests, although me being a full-time photographer and spending the last 30 years being a full-time photographer obviously is going to influence the kind of things that we're going to hear. We're going to frequently have guests, I'm sure, but... uh, Mostly, this is just going to be a a running blog for you to be able to keep up with uh, the things that I'm doing. I travel a lot. I do a lot of different things, and a lot of those things are going to be general topics of discussion. First, a word about me. I'm a former contributing photographer to Playboy magazine, Penthouse magazine, and Hustler magazine. I've been a professional photographer for 30 years, starting out as a military photographer for the United States Navy during Operation Desert Storm. I've been uh, working on my own pretty much exclusively for more than 15 years now. I uh, specialize in glamour and portrait photography, but I like to consider myself basically a portrait photographer. I take pictures of people. I like landscapes, but I've always considered landscapes to be pretty backgrounds to put naked people in front of. Everywhere I go, everywhere I see is, uh, well, the building blocks for my ever-growing portfolio. I run a mentorship program. I have a studio in Lebanon, Pennsylvania. I have a rather large community of photographers and models that I've been building for quite some time now. I'd like to think that I uh, that I do good things for my for my community, but I don't really know sometimes. Like anything else, there's always issues and dramas and people I like and don't like and people that like and don't like me and with any life, the more that you, uh, the more that you live, the more that you build both ways. I'd like to think I'm in a really good place right now. I'd like to think that, uh, my life's pretty consistent. My life's pretty, uh, pretty basic, but 
like all things, there are complications to too many different things. There are things about me that you'll learn through this podcast where it will be the only places that I talk about such things. I'm going to try to keep this uh, pretty much an open book and talk about whatever comes to mind whenever it happens to come to mind. This is going to be my my walking friend. This is going to be the thing that I talk to and things that come out when I uh, go out to walk. I've been walking pretty regularly for about, well, more than two years now. I average a few miles a day and basically it's just my downtime, it's my thinking time, it's my time to be able to put my thoughts together. A lot of times it's, uh, it feels like a necessary thing for me. A lot of times it makes me feel, I don't necessarily want to say disconnected because disconnected isn't necessarily the, necessarily the word. But sometimes it's really important to disconnect yourself. Sometimes it's important to step outside of your own life and to be able to think and process without input. Walking does that for me. I'm able to uh, just get outside of myself for a little bit. That can be a very important thing. It's something that we uh, that we take for granted downtime. We take for granted the uh, the moments when we can actually be alone and actually feel like we process our own thoughts. So many times the uh, the idea of alone time can be scary to people, especially people like me that fill their whole lives up with other people, people like me that spend their whole existences trying to find people to fill our lives up. Alfred Alvarez said, when I'm alone, I stop believing I exist. It's a quote from an old book of essays and uh, notes on depression and suicide that I remember from the early 90s back when I was still living in Southern California. It's funny the things that stick with your head over the decades, something that you can read once and and, it just never goes away. I have a lot of things like that. My mind is full of them. Sometimes I incorporate them into what I do. Sometimes I incorporate them into the things that I say. I steal wildly from thousands of different sources on a daily basis. And all of those things, well, all of those things make up who we are, I guess. Aren't we all just a conglomeration of experiences and sayings and quotes, don't all of our minds collect. Don't all of our minds collect. I'm currently 47 years old. I've been here a long time. 
I've done a lot of things. This year alone, I've been to Costa Rica and Ibiza and Madrid and Paris. I just got back from an extended trip to New Zealand where I was, well, where I was working. I don't really travel if it's not for work. I don't really go anywhere anymore if there isn't some sort of job connected to it. I guess it still counts, doesn't it? I can't remember the last time I had an actual vacation. But then, well, that being said, I, I guess right now that my Christmas break can be considered a vacation. Although, well, here I am starting a whole new project for myself, aren't I? <laughs> it never seems to be enough. I never seem to be putting enough out there. Making enough making enough things to prove that I was here. Because isn't that really what it's all about? Isn't that what my entire job is about? Making things that are going to outlive me, outlast me. Making things that are going to be here. <laughs> making things that are going to be here long after I'm gone. <sighs> you always think that you know who you're speaking to. You always think that you feel like the things that you're putting out there are going to the specific person that you want them to go to. But ultimately, with things like this, you never really know who you're influencing. You never really know who you're talking to. You never really know who are going to hear and see and pay attention. My sphere of influence goes well beyond my, uh, even my idea of myself. My sphere of influence goes well beyond the people that I've actually made connections with, and those people are extensive. There's a lot of them, and they're all over the place. And I truly appreciate that. Sometimes it scares me. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if I like the idea of all of the people that are paying attention. Sometimes, sometimes it just seems easier to hide, but then what are we? Who are we? Who are we as individuals now if we aren't public? If we aren't putting ourselves out there to the world? Who are we as people now without the likes and the comments and the shares. Huh. Who are we? And who am I? I'd like to be able to tell you that it's an easy question to answer. I'm a man and I'm a father and I'm a photographer.
but what really lasts what really stays what can we really hold on to when you become a man of a certain age you start to see things about your life differently you're no longer the angry young man you're no longer the invincible warrior pushing forward trying to be I'd like to think that I'm at a point in my career where I'm kind of unfuckwithable where I've kind of found my own place where I'm stable, where I'm secure, where I'm okay, but ultimately, ultimately that's bullshit too, isn't it? Ultimately, we can have it all taken away quickly. Everything can change. Everything can be different. Everything can fall apart. And everything does. So the things that I do, the things that I make, the people that I work with, even this is really just an effort for anyone to be able to say, well, anyone to be able to say that they were here. Aren't these all just cave paintings? Aren't these all just cave paintings? Aren't we all just try to show, just trying to show that we were here? For who? Just to prove it? Just to make it all just to make ourselves feel better that we don't just disappear, just to make us all feel happier that when we go, we're not truly gone, but isn't that, isn't that the ultimate insult? Does any of it really matter? Does anyone really care? Obviously, There are people that will hold on to you, hopefully, if you've lived some sort of life that's worth living. And by the same token, there will be people that are thrilled that you're gone. I'm sure there will be people that are thrilled that I'm not around to bother them anymore when I'm gone. People come and go like that. There are people that you mourn and then there are people that you've forgotten. Sometimes they're the same people. There have been plenty of people that I've found out since their passing that they have passed and I have had no notice of it. A life this long leads to a lot of people that you lose contact with. A life this long makes for connections with people that are only there for a short time. 
And honestly, I mean, aren't we all just the impression that we leave at the moment? Someone that I met 20 years ago, 30 years ago, still sees me as the person that they met then. If they haven't kept up with my life, if they haven't had any sort of reference towards anything in that time period, well, aren't I still just that same person? If there's a memory there at all. If someone hates you, they hate you forever. Until they decide to change that opinion. If someone likes you, you're always going to bring them a smile until they hear different, <laughs> until they decide different. And I guess that everything we do, everyone we meet, every conversation we have, every influence that we have on other people creates our legacy creates our memories creates creates who we are there are a lot of people that i haven't seen in 20 30 years who still hold special places in my mind who still capture me who still influence the way that I do things every day. There's probably no chance at all that those people remember me. There's probably no chance at all that those people even bother to think about me unless something directly comes in front of them. And if that direct thing changes their original opinion, doesn't that change every way that they see me? Doesn't that change the entire idea? And I guess that's why what I do for a job is so powerful. I guess that's why photography is so important. Photography takes that moment. Photography takes that instant. Photography takes that person and places them under glass. Almost literally. Photography captures that memory. Whether it's candid or posed, whether it's epic or small. A photograph can bring you back to that moment instantly. Photographs for me, especially of people, put me right back into the time when the photograph was made. It separates me from my current life and it, it, it drags up all of those memories, good and bad. All of the things that made my impression of that person, it all comes back. Obviously, some people are more clear than others, especially in a lengthy career like mine. 
there have been a lot of people. Well, there have been a lot of people that have come and gone quickly in my life. People that I don't even have direct memories associated with anymore. People that have been so quickly planted and then transplanted out of my life that that the only thing that's left is the photograph. The only thing that's left is who this person was in that moment, and that's all that I have. That's all that I'll ever have in some cases. And a lot of those people have used my photograph to, well, show who they were at that moment too. So a lot of the people that associate themselves to those people are associating themselves to my work. And my work has become their image, their idea. Their poster for that moment. And that's a powerful thing. I have always tried to do my best. I have always tried to create the strongest impressions with my work. Hopefully I haven't failed too often. Hopefully, hopefully I'm still doing a good job. I'd really like to think that I am. I guess overall, there's really not a whole lot that I regret. Because everything good and bad that has gone on in my life has been important. Everything has been important. Sometimes the things that cause you pain, sometimes the things that bring you the lowest... are the most important things. Sometimes the moments when you truly question yourself, when you truly make yourself hurt, are the most important things in building whatever character you have. Obviously, Happiness is good too, but the funny thing is, the painful moments seem to be the ones that really stick. Happy moments, things that make you smile, they tend to blend together. While they can be an an overarching impression of a situation, the things that are really going to make you remember are the things that caused you the most pain. Maybe that's unavoidable. Maybe that's just the way your brain works. I know it's how mine works. I don't know. What's it all about anyway? Hmm.
the stories that immediately come to mind in this train of thought are really not the best stories to start all of this out. Things that I really want to talk about, I don't want to talk about. The things that I know that I should be letting go or not the things that I want to preserve. It's been a tumultuous year for me. There have been a lot of substantial changes. There have been a lot of really good things, too. There have been a lot of really positive people that have come into my life this year that I'm sure are going to be around for a long time, even if they leave. People that have directly influenced me, people that have changed who I am as a person people that I care about, people that I will always care about, moments that I hope I never forget, pictures help, pictures always help, and I hope that I've made it easier for other people to remember too. I know I've tried. I know that I've made some of the best work that I could possibly make this year. I know that the work that has come out of this, this year, the places that I've been, the people that I've met, the things that I've seen, the things that I've photographed, have been some of the best work I've ever produced. And that seems to have been the pattern for my entire career. I feel like, well... I feel like I've always been getting better, and I guess that's the goal. You should always try to be getting better. There are obviously milestones for me. There are obviously points in my life and my career where I feel like I've taken great leaps forward and then expanded on those leaps. This year for me was a building year. There are money years, and then there are building years. Last year was a money year. This year, this year was expanding. This year was making better and making bigger. Solidifying my place in my town, solidifying my place in my community, putting a real stamp on who I am. I opened an art gallery this year, an art gallery that'll be hopefully very, very important to me next year. Things that I'm going to to build on. There were a lot of great experiences associated with the expanding of my studio into my own art gallery. There were a lot of really cool things that came out of this year. One of which is all of the live music that we started having at the studio. There are shows that I remember going to when I was a kid, important things, important moments where I uh, truly felt like, truly felt like I was discovering myself. Those moments, those moments last. And if I made some of those moments happen for some of the people coming to events at my place this year, that's going to last forever. 
seeing bands live, especially when when you're young, can really affect the the way you look at <laughs> the way you look at everything. Seeing a band live can show you how easy it is or how difficult. And I got to share a lot of those experiences with people over the summer into the fall this year. And next year, we're going to have a full schedule. Next year, I'm going to do it. Next year, I'm going to do it a lot more. Next year, it's very important for me to offer as much opportunity as I possibly can to as many people as I possibly can to literally give them a stage. To literally give them a stage. That's my goal for next year. That's my goal for my new gallery. That's my goal for all of the work I put into expanding and building this year in this building year. That's my goal for all of it. I want to make better next year. And I want to give more. And I guess maybe this is part of it too. I guess maybe moments like this, new projects, things that I, that I give myself to work on, I guess maybe that's what it's all about. Those are the times when, those are the times when you can really shine. When you can really feel like you've done any everything. Complacency has always been my enemy. And I've always felt like I've had to be doing more. I've always felt like I've had to be doing something else. Something better. And I guess now's the time. And isn't it always... I think that uh, I think that's going to do it for today. I think we'll call that episode one, and I think that'll be enough. Most likely going to be doing something every day, or try to. The days when I have time to be out. The days when I have time to be alone with you. I'll try to do them often. And I hope that it, well, I hope that it provides something to someone. But mostly I hope that it, I hope that it just keeps feeling good. I'm okay, and I hope you're okay, too. 
more information on me and my photography, check out my website, scottchurch.net, or just Google me. There will be sponsors, I'm sure, that I want you to check out, but for now, go look at my stuff. Let the sponsors come. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Have a Merry Christmas.